You're listening to Evo Podcast. XD, XD, XD. What's up, everybody? This is AC Slater. You listen to another episode of Evo Podcast XD. And we have a special episode. We have another PMLU. All right. This time we have a special guest. He's going to say his name. Say what's up. Pulling the L. Hakeem Aziz. Shabazz Muhammad. Peace, everybody. All right. Now, this is a, a special episode. Like, when I play PMLU, y'all, this would be for like times like this, you know, which is no disrespect to the last ones and stuff, but it really, like, this is what's gonna put it, this is gonna get our perspective, right, you know what I mean, y'all don't know about the, the, the level of mental acuity coming off this young man here, you know what I mean, like, literally, and this is my co-high, you know what I'm saying, so y'all understand what that is, hopefully if you're anime fans, you know what the fuck I'm talking about, now, so what we're gonna be going over is... The state of things, we're going to be going over a lot of uh, general questions as well as picking it, how it relates to black people, a lot of different topics, but they're going to connect together like tree branches because you know how we do it. You know, um, we connect puzzles like spider webs and stuff, you know what I mean? The answer ain't too far off and stuff. You got to think about it from a different angle, you know? But uh, let's get ready to get this episode started. We're going to open it up with some entry points just to figure out who Quillen really is. All right. So. Let's get this started. Y'all already know you listen to Evo Podcast XD. I'm your host, AC Slater, and you'll be right back after this break. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. <laughs> nice to see you, my friend. Nice to see you. Yeah. I believe in America. America has made my fortune. This is where powerful minds link up on Evo Podcast. Alright, we're back. Now, so you heard it. Powerful minds link up. That's what that PMLU means. Um, so let's actually get to know this powerful mind we have on the show. So let's talk about it real quick. So tell them about you real quick. If you can lean in a little forward so they really specifically hear you. Yeah. Um, let them know who you are before we go into the depths of your mind. Well, First of all, I want to be able to say all praise is due to Allah. And I want to be able to also say that I am a gentleman. Once again, my name is Quillen El Hakim Aziz Shabazz Muhammad. I'm a gentleman that studied a lot of different things about the world, uh, history, you know, what's to come. You know, I've been connected in a lot of great circles. I've had the honor of being able to be connected with a lot of great minds and just um, a lot of powerful builds. Um, I've had the pleasure of being able to read and study quite a bit of things. I'm also uh, I'm also been an academic for, for for years now. You know, I'm finishing up my master's actually at uh, UCLA in, in African studies. And, That's amazing. Uh, my undergrad bachelor's was in philosophy and religion at FAMU, and I got a associate's degree from Valencia College, and I got a trade in Cisco Networking and IT from Atlanta Technical College. So I've been in the academic realm for some for some uh, for some years now. Um, I've been in touch and also been participating in um, in 
doing what I can be able to do with organizations and, and, um, and groups such as the Nation of Islam, the Nuwapians, Last Sabians, in addition to that, uh, the Moorish Science Temple of America. Um, also, you know, we've been in touch with the Hebrew Israelites, you know, also New Era. Um, just to be able to name a few, you know, I've just had the pleasure of really uh, being able to see, you know, what I can be able to do for my people, which are which are black people. You know, of course, black people here in America, which will be the foundation of black Americans. And then, of course, the black people all over the world. Uh, I'm an individual who is trying to be able to do a lot to be able to help and assist his people and also, you know, just live a great life. You know, be very successful, you know, and, uh, assist, you know, others around him as well. Uh, in addition to that, you know, um, I'm a poet, spoken word artist, philosopher, rapper, and writer, and uh, am one who is destined to be able to share these gifts with a lot of things that I've incorporated throughout my life and uh, come into contact with through the microphone. In addition to that, you know, speaking publicly, being a public speaker, um, you know, a businessman as well. And, uh, you know, a lot of these things are, are flourishing and taking off now. It's just been a lot of work that's been put in in order to be able to build myself into who I am and also who I will be and also the life I will have and also being able to help the world and also uh, being able to improve the world and change the world. And, um, and I hope that gives certain aspects of who, who I am because that can be a, a broad question. You know? Okay, so... You said a lot of things right there. Um, I wrote down a lot of ones coming from that because I want to. We're going to tree branch it before we uh, definitely get into those harder questions. Um, one of the things you said was that you've been studying like what's to come. Now, before you answer that, actually, I want to uh, talk about that later. Okay. I just think about that one. Just put that in the back of your head. That's because that's a harder one. Trust me. And it also just like the previous question comes with a lot. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, before we do that, let's actually go, so, um, what exactly did you study, you know, um, while you were on your journey, you know, like, like, what is it that you, not like the subject, but what is it that you study? My journey? Um, well, what I'll say is that, the answer that, um, directly, um, you just talk overall, academically, personal, or life, or? or yeah, academically. Academic, okay. So, academically, uh, I started out studying uh, when I was 19 years old. Um, really 18, but my financial aid didn't kick in, so I had to really wait a year until um, I was 19. So, I, I, I had to be able to wait a year. I was in my program, and then my financial aid dropped. So, you know, I didn't have no way to pay for school, so I, I guess I had to wait another year. And when I was 19, I was taking Cisco Networking. You know, my mom directed me to that, you know, to be able to just have a trade so that you can be able to, you know, work in the world and take care of yourself and make some, make some solid income. And, um, you know, it was dealing with like routing, routers, switches, uh, VLANs, WANs, um, networking, cybersecurity, uh, CCNA, CSENT. Those are things that, you know, we were diving into and that's what we were, you know, being trained upon. And I was able to graduate with my one year program with a certificate in that Cisco networking part of IT and um, I was able to get on some work study um, 
you know, positions at, you know, a couple of the colleges I went, which, you know, wasn't paying great. I was just doing for, for the experience, but um, that's what I studied there. Then moving on, um, and I was at Atlanta Technical College, you know, right, right up at Metropolitan, um, one of my favorite areas in Atlanta, if right. not my favorite, <laughs> you know, you know, downtown, man, it would be the second after that, you know, but, you know, um, in addition to that, man, uh, when I was academically, when I was, I had moved to Orlando, Florida, to go ahead and get my associate's degree, and uh, I was actually originally a paralegal studies major, you know. I remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Okay, yeah. And uh, I was taking some, um, some, some legal courses that related to that in order to be able to fulfill that degree. And, you know, once again, that was um, directed, you know, upon me, agreement with me and my mom, you know, before I started college, you know, when my last, um, going into my last year of high school, my senior year, she said, you know, hey, well, she suggested that to me about being a lawyer. Okay. And I said, all right, that sounds cool. Yeah, she said, you know, well, once you get your, you know, when we talk about the IT program, once you get your Cisco network certificate, go ahead and um, get your pre-law, I mean, um, paralegal studies, associate's degree. That way you can work in that, you know, while you're trying to be able to go to law school. So I said, all right, cool. I never thought about it before, before she brought it up. Now, I was I was actually going to major in business. That was going to be my direction. That was gonna, my focus was going to be business. That's what I had wanted to do. But, you know, um, I directed it towards that. And it was actually quite interesting what I was learning, you know, as a paralegal studies major. Um, I, the classes I took was um, legal real estate. Um, I took... Uh, Introduction to paralegal studies. I took uh, business law organization, and what else was it? Uh, I think that's what I think those were the classes that I took that I can be able. To, yeah, those were the classes that I took. I also took an accounting course that was kind of trying to relate to that. But you know, it wasn't a bit, technically it's not a legal course. But anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, what I was learning was interesting, man. It, it was really good knowledge, but. Um, I remember one time I was I was studying my business uh, law organization class. Is this good? Distance. Okay. And um, one day I was just crying, man. I, I was crying while I was studying, but because I was doing something that I know I didn't want to do, you know. And my aim was the money, the money, because that was the purpose. With the, that was the whole purpose of the Cisco Network certificate was just to get the money. Right. And I was like, man, I was just in pain. I wasn't sleeping good at night, you know. But that, you know, I'm like, okay, let me just go ahead and get through it, you know. She said I could do, my mom said I could do whatever I want to do with my bachelor's degree. But I had to realize, I was like, you can't live that, you can't live life like that. Somebody else, um, with, with, through what somebody else wants you to do. Or, you know, you can't try to go for stuff just for the money. Especially, you know, you kind of learned your lesson from that the first time. Because I had a, I had very hard time getting work right. with, with the Cisco Network of IT. So it's not always cracked up to be. Right. And, you know, their, their requirements are crazy. But not only just that. Um, the main, the outcome was to get to, was to make a, a strong income, and that was I wasn't able to do that. I really never saw the financial payoff for that. Right, and yeah, and that they was normally the say that too. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's what they tell you. I'm not saying that you can't find the financial payout for that. That didn't work out for me. Right, and that right, was the right. intent to be able to go and do that. But um, I saw the other uh, classmates that I had in there. Some of them, most of them were older. Most of them were quite older. And, you know, maybe a couple of them every now and then, one that was a little younger, maybe closer to my age. But I saw, like, they really had a passion for that. Right. They were really into that. I was not. My, what I, 
what I was coming in with, it wasn't matching what they were putting out. Mm -hmm. Not saying that I wasn't able to do it successfully, but I could just see like we didn't we didn't. You're only gonna go so far if you're not truly in it. In other words, that's true. But also, you can go far, but you know, a part of yourself is not there. You know, or pieces of yourself is not there. You're not gonna do as well with that if you if you try to be able to go far. Right? right. These other ones, this may be their dream to do this. You know, this this is something that they've been wanting to do for forever. You know, or they really feeling this. You're doing this right. for whatever, whatever the reasons you're doing this. They're doing this for overall. This probably like connection. something they like as exactly. a career for, you know, and they're just fine doing it. And, you know, I had to express that to my mom because I was living with her at the time. So that's what made it tougher. But also, I'm on, because the school system is, is strange with college. You, you know how it is, uh, Mike. And um, what it is is like uh, here in the United States, if you're under the age of 24, you have to get your parents' permission with the uh, with the financial aid, which is which is a crazy mess to be able to get your grants and to be able to get your financial aid for school paid for. You know, unless you, yeah, they, yeah, that's that's how it works here. Unless you have some scholarships out of high school, which most people don't have. Most people are taking out loans, and a lot of people don't even know how to do that right. I but, think um, Evo knows that. I that's why I didn't go to school. My dad kept me out when I was yeah. still under twenty four and couldn't go to after. Man, I almost had the same issue because when I told my mom that, she was trying to see about taking back her, her the aid. I'm like, well, you can't really do that. You know, it's kind of already there. But, you know, she was pissed. You I'm know, pretty we, sure. We had a couple of days where we had to go back and forth about that because um, she just wasn't understanding what it was we trying to do. So I, I wanted to switch it to general studies. Mm -hmm. General studies, of course, is a degree that can be able to lead you in the, into whatever avenue that you would like to be able to go to complete your bachelor's degree once you general studies and associates. Okay. Which what I wanted to do was philosophy. And how I found that I wanted to be able to direct myself to be able to study philosophy was um, no, actually being an artist. You know, being a, being a poet, being a spoken word artist, being a philosopher, being a rapper. You know, um, I didn't even know at first that I was a philosopher. I was performing on stage for the Nation of Islam. Uh, by the way, that was my first time performing was for the Nation of Islam. I did a couple more performances for them. And I realized, I was like, oh, what, you, what you're doing is philosophy. But it's also a combination of the other art forms that I just mentioned. And I noticed right. that when I was writing as well. You know, when I, when I was writing poetry, it was unintentional. I was, I was trying to write raps, and I was writing poetry and raps. But um, How much money is in uh, philosophy? What do you mean how much money is like, like, if you wanted to do that solely, could you do that solely? Oh, okay. You? Well, usually people in the realms of philosophy, if they're trying to do the field directly, usually they're professors. Usually, usually they're teachers. So, depending on depending on where you get your position at, that's what you'll be getting paid. Now, in addition to that, you know, people in that realm will also go into some form of ministry. You know, that that's now you can you can use your philosophy. Or your, you can use your personal philosophy, or you can use your degrees in philosophy to do other things. But I'm, I'm relating to matters related directly to the field. Right. Also, what what people in that field do, they'll go to public speaking. They'll write books. These are these are directly related careers to philosophy degrees, or if you don't have a degree, whatever personal philosophy that you direct towards. Right. So public speaking, um, you know, an author. You know, in addition to that. Uh, um, some type of ministry in whatever religion, whatever religion it is, or you know something in that area mm. of, of religion or spirituality, um, and then you know you have teaching 
teach, which teaching can be able to be different from professing. So let's let's make that clear as well. Right. And um, you know, those are those are really directly related to that field. But there's other avenues that you can be able to use the degree for. You know, of course, there's, yeah, there's a lot of connecting road, basically. But, the, yeah. but directly, those are the ones that you know people are no, no, no. Oh yeah, public speaking. I, I hope I mentioned that um, with yeah. the with the list. Yeah. But you know, I, I told her that's what I wanted to do. And um, she said, okay, well, and she she wasn't happy about it, but she said, well, if you get this extra certification to go with your IT because it's like a CCNA or CSATs, you know, uh, certification that you can get. And she said, you know, I'll be in agreement with you going and, and, and getting your philosophy degree, you know, which I didn't want to do. So there's a certificate that I have in Cisco Networking for IT, but there is a certification called CCNA, which you have to go and study for and take a board test for. You have to be a theater or a this test. Right. Another thing too, you have to keep getting this renewed. And what what I would notice too is like I actually put that I had that on my my, my resume, but it wasn't doing anything for me. I was I wasn't even getting the interviews. You know, I I would barely get an email letting me know thank you for the application. I got a couple of those because they said their their requirements for IT are crazy. You know, it's it's hard to get in, especially if you're trying to make some serious money. You know, for real, bro. To be honest, it's probably you, you beat out as far as the ethnic uh, pool that's applying as well too. You got like, you got like Indians who only come over here for that sort of IT stuff. You know what I mean? Possibly uh, all the type of stuff, and it's not going. But any, anybody listening that is knowledgeable about IT jobs or the IT field, you know what I'm talking about. Their requirements is crazy. Their experience can be crazy. And also, it's certain specifics, like it's different areas of IT. So you have to fit the area of IT as well, or they have to see like whatever it is you bring to the table can that match. And also, it's your resume. Your resume can get kicked out by the automated system as well. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. You know, that's not even that. just for IT. That's just with jobs, period. It but especially with black. IT, you know, <laughs> he said black. But I'm right. saying it's like what they want, not even just the ethnicity. No, before like what they want, not even just your ethnicity. That that can that alone can just kick you out the system, or just be like, okay, thank you for your application. We gonna continue to move forward with another applicant. But um, so my thing was, it's like I was already putting that I had this certification on it, but I'm like, I'm not getting looks. So I'm like, what will be the point of me going and getting this certification? Because it's so much time and effort that you got to put into doing that. I was like, wait a minute, I got to go and restudy all this stuff and then add more time and effort to study this. Plus, I'm doing what I'm trying to do in school. It's, it's just like, money, honestly, yeah. instead of it, just teaching you what you want to know. Exactly. And also, it's like, okay, if I go ahead and do this and I pay the money to get the certification and then I have to pass, it's hard. It's like, well, at that point, it's like, okay, am I going to get hired? And also, who is going to hire me? What are you going to do? So, I was like, no, nah, nah, man. I, I said, nah, man. I gotta, I gotta do something yeah. for myself. But um, so what I did, you know, of course, with general studies, I was trying to direct those classes that I was taking at Valencia. Valencia College is a dope school, by the way. Right. It, it was, it was excellent. You know, a lot of people have their sayings about the colleges that you go to to get your associates before you go and get your bachelor's at the at the next college. But no, Valencia was excellent. I actually found out that it was like the number two college. In, Number two community college in the nation. It's a it's a college now, but you know community college. You know that's what it looked at. Oh really? Um, yeah, it's, it's one of the top colleges. It, it really had the great resources and things like that. Great faculty and stuff like that. Another thing too, you got to think Orlando, Florida. So another thing about the education system, especially at the collegiate level, 
is that, especially for professors and lecturers, uh, there's certain cities in the United States where a lot of professors and lecturers would like to be able to live and work. And Orlando, Florida is one of those, you know, cities. So there's competition there when you're trying to be able to get a job for those type of things. And you know, um, so you're gonna get some of the, you're gonna get the top, you're gonna get the top uh, professors, you're gonna get the top people with their stuff. You know, you're gonna get the best best selections. So a lot of people they they sleep on that when it comes to certain schools like Valencia College. It's not understand. It's like no, it's like especially you in a place like Orlando, but you don't get the top because this is where a lot of professors would like to live and raise families. Competition is a mug, like dog, for sure. Yeah, so you you in good, you know, it's some of these places where y'all talk about going to college, it's like, nah, man, you got to look at it beyond the college. It's like, you in good company. But um, in addition to that, man, um, I set, I, so I set up some of the classes. So I was like, okay, I had introduction to philosophy. I had ethics and critical thinking. Mm. And then what else Critical thinking and ethics, that's interesting. Yeah, and um, I think there was an ethics critical too, but I, I was already, I, I, I wasn't able to take it because I was already graduated. Okay. But I took those, man, and I remember I, I was talking to my ethics, ethics and critical thinking professor, and uh, you know, I was, because I was crying one night when I was studying that, but I was crying tears of joy. And I told him, I was like, you know, I told him about that. I said, y'all was crying because, you know, I was, I was, I was living my dream of studying philosophy. I hadn't even got to the point where I'm, I'm at the next school with a degree, say philosophy. You know, right. I'm still at the associates at Valencia College, but um, introduction to philosophy. I, what I did was, because um, you can look up, it's, it's this thing called my, Rate My Professor. It's a website called Rate My Professor where they, the students will rate their professors. You know, and a lot of professors need to be careful too because like, you don't want students to not rate you well. Because you, know, sure. you know you want you know your students to be able to feel as though I was teacher. able to get this from you, and also you know you did well. Because mm-hmm. back in the day we didn't always have that, you know. So that's one of the privileges of the internet and stuff like that. And so what I was doing was I was looking at the best rated professors for Valencia College, and Valencia College has different locations throughout Orlando. Some of them are Altamont, I think, Winter Park, uh, Lake Nona, Orlando. Um, they got downtown now, and then they got. Um, East, I know they got East Cologne. So I saw I lived on the west side. We had one West Cologne, um, and uh, it was like all the way across town, like like at least twenty, about twenty minutes, like a little, maybe a little bit over. But I didn't have to do it. I had professors on the west campus. I chose to go to the east campus. I was on the west side, so I'm, I'm going all the way to the east campus to get to this top rated uh, philosophy professor. Yeah, so I went. I went all the way over there. I drove, well, like you know, above twenty minutes, just to just to go to his class. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that's uh, very important. Yeah, especially when you really your teacher. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially when you really, for real, serious about what you're trying to do. Because another reason why I chose to study philosophy is because I was trying to perfect my craft as an artist. I was trying to perfect those crafts of spoken word, philosophy, rap, and poetry. In addition to that, I was trying to make myself the smartest, most intelligent human being that I could possibly be. And I just had um, questions and curiosities to to a lot of things about the world and a lot of existence. And I was looking to follow that. And I just understood, you know, what my uncle told me, you know, before I started really um, my degree journey, he said, you know, you got a passion, man. You got to chase it. You know, you have to follow. uh, Aside from what he said, this is what I'm saying. Aside from that, and I just understood that there's something that's interested in that you're interested in, and that's something that you know you're supposed to do. Um, 
if there's things you know you need to explore, go after, you need to go after those things. Because if you're, um, my father told me, he said, if you're doing something and you know it's something else that you'd rather be doing, then you're not doing what God put you on the earth to do. And I was like, yeah, it's like, he told me too, it's like, it's a lot of miserable lawyers and doctors out there. I remember Dr. Umar Johnson, um, I had the pleasure of meeting that brother. Um, at the end of last year at his book signing in Atlanta I was the first person to get his new book uh, in Atlanta that he dropped in 2020 okay um, I can't recall the name name of it but he's uh, it's a book that's pertaining to our black children and the, the, the psychiatric state of the black children yeah the I heard him talk Every, about that everybody actually. needs to get that book that's a phenomenal book I haven't read yet but I've filmed through certain aspects of the book I was like wow he, he's doing his thing I can't wait to read it trust me it's, it's a lot out here that just yeah. relates to that yeah. you know um, before you uh, try to continue that we gotta get some of the rest of the questions going on before the next segment start too though yeah. but you added so far from what I've heard like your just and I say journey I'm using journey a lot for this episode but your journey has been unlike a lot of people that I know you know which is why I hold you in high regard even my bro don't be understanding it and stuff you know like he don't really understand you he's like hmm like you hmm like very young like but it's not he's not of the same type you know what I'm saying the same mental or spirit type it's different you know just exactly you know different is shit I like different you know so your journey has been unlike, and then you started with even basic problems that me and you have have had to deal with. Like me, I guess I wasn't allowed to go to school unless it was a school my dad wanted me to go to. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I had to wait till after 24, and it's only two years after that right now. You know what I mean? So like, imagine being the whole time being held back by a person that still wants you to succeed and is looking for the results of the success, but not also helping you get to that point where you need their cooperation. Right, right, yeah. That's that, you know what I mean? But but as men, just like your mom was uh, was preparing for you, you know, like we gotta have multiple ways we get the shine, get the chicken, get the get the grease. We need any type of every way we can. And you did this and that. You did like so far from what you said. I heard like six, seven things that you like that you uh, got for sure now. You know, like just by uh, with the with the technical experience, with the uh, with the poetry, with the music. Which is the and crazy enough, poetry and music are the same, but they're also different, y'all. Right, so right. shit, uh, like I said, so there, there's plenty of stuff, you know, and I commend you on that, you know, picking up skills like RPG, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, but it, that's what life is, in my opinion. Life is a big RPG. You get skills at to try to adapt to, depending on the land or the progress, what's going on with your character, right. you know? Yeah. So going to that second question we got coming up now and then uh, what's the what was your favorite part of that whole like your past right now of you just going up just trying to live what you're doing what's your favorite part ask, ask the question a little more directly okay so during this whole journey of from after you graduated you know to at least to right now studying this going uh, to this place meeting this person what was your favorite like what was your most favorite uh, lived part I want to make sure I'm getting the question directly. You okay. said after I graduated. Right? After you graduated, like high school. Oh, high school. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. so right. during that whole period of like school. Well, what was my favorite period's point? Mm-hmm. Of like just self-growth and just what you've been learning or like who you met or what you did. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to just um, think. Hard uh, question, huh? You want to go back to it? No, no, no. I, 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 it's, it's, I'm trying to decide between two, two moments. Okay. Um...
I'ma say one of my most favorite. I'm gonna put it like that. Okay. Because yeah, uh, we were we recording, so I can't share you know, one of the things because you know you know who's listening. Okay. Okay. Of course, of course, of course, for sure. This is probably, if not the first thing, it'll be the second. But um, it was when I came into understanding what my destiny was. You know, when I had a yeah, when when I met you, bro, you know, we it's funny how we met. You know, we, we was working at Zaxby's together. I worked at Zaxby's for two days, man. Right. For two days, and um, long two days, though. Long two days, y'all. But uh, <laughs> but um, I was also a, an event staff. I was also a security guard for, uh, for concerts, festivals, uh, raves, and parties, and, and clubs and, and events. You know, I've seen like a lot of the, the big artists in the world. I've seen like you know Lauryn Hill, Drake, uh, yeah, Jay Z, Logic, you know, um, right. Pusha, like Pusha T, Kanye West, you know, um, you know, um, it just been, I, I seen Nas, bro, uh, just from this job that I had. You know, I was, I was working with Argus Security, Argus Event Staff. And uh, it was one night, man, when I was uh, by the barricade. The barricade is right, literally right by the stage, you know, where the artists perform and in between the fans on the other side and the guards in between. I was one of the guards, and they had put me there. And I was actually, I think I was like by, I think I was patrolling or I was like, walk, I was by the, the gate or something like that. But they moved me over there um, for that reason. I, and I, I ain't had a problem with it. Right. Um, before that, I wasn't, I wasn't an artist at all. I wasn't an artist at all with, with nothing. Uh, my my direction, what I wanted to do, I actually wanted to be an actor and model, you know, and I'm glad I didn't go in that direction. But um, um, it was this group called Lady Annabellum, and it's actually country music, you know, um, but it, 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 they're great though, they're excellent, right? Good music, and um. I was looking at the fans because we facing that direction. That's what we're facing. We're not facing the, 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 the artist direction, even though we can turn and look at them. And I saw and I felt the love that they, the fans had for those artists in there. And I said, oh, wow, I want that because that, it was almost like it was tangible. Right. And I was like, oh, wow, this is what I'm meant to do. And um, you know, from that moment on, I said, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be an artist. And what I, what I actually started out doing, I actually started out singing. You know, I said, I told my dad, and he said, okay, we're going to go to, uh, you know, the AUC, you know, Spelman, Morehouse, and uh, Clark Atlanta. That's the AUC here, right. Atlanta University Center, and um, which is the HBCU, you know, hub here, and we're going to go ahead and get you a vocal coach. So we went to Morehouse first, you know, we were directed to go to Spelman, and we got some information about a, a brilliant man named Dr. Philip Rogers. And he was my vocal coach. And I, I would go to him every week, and he would teach me how to be able to sing. He told me about that. Yeah, he right. would teach me how to be able to sing, and also how to be able to use my voice. And I was doing excellent. But then through that, you know, so I wasn't a poet. I wasn't a poet. I, I mean, I was always a poet. But, right, right, right. You know, I wasn't doing poetry intentionally, and also doing. I wasn't doing spoken word intentionally. I wasn't doing philosophy intentionally. I wasn't doing rap. But um, that formulated. Right after that, I formulated out of that. And, um, you know, first, rap used to be hard for me. You know, or I guess I was thinking that it was hard. You know, you know, I learned that, you know, it's, it's not depending on who you are and also who you're supposed to be. And I learned that was my destiny. So my favorite moment, to answer your question, was that night that I was uh, doing security at the barricade for Lady Annabella and I found out my destiny was to 
be an artist as well as other things. <laughs> if I had to answer that, well, you know, it's sim- well, similar. We both do music and everything. Um, if you could say the moment I decided that I wanted to do that, I had some embarrassing times. We ain't gonna lie. I've had some embarrassing time doing it for sure. Like having to sing in front of a girl to get her number. Like having to like. <laughs> I had that experience. Yeah. Having, I had that experience. Sing in front of class because oh, I said yeah. I was gonna do it, and your uh, drill instructor told you to your word. <laughs> for sure, like I've had some experiences and stuff, but I think what it is is like I knew myself. You know, I knew my skill level. You know, uh, even if a lot of other people would celebrate people around me. Or, you know, coming up and stuff, I was like, I'm super able to do that, though. You know, it's like you able to dunk, and everybody like, oh, my God, he dunking. He's like, I know, too. <laughs> they all that, you know. I kind of feel like the people they're putting on this damn pedestal, it's like I could skip up there. You know what I'm saying? Because that's my, that's my area, too. So that's why I kind of felt like, you know, when I, when I did music, or even when I kind of like still kind of do it, like, I zone out completely and stuff because, like, I'm, I'm a visualization person. Eventually, when you hear me, I want you to be able to picture me and be able to see everything I'm talking about or visualize and stuff, you know? So that's why Evo Podcast, y'all know we going to YouTube eventually. But anyways, uh, till then, y'all already know, you know, we're still right here now. But it's all it's all about, you know, catching on what you're supposed to do. Because in life, you could be doing, you could be on that boat, that one, that, you could be... But it's depending on what you want to do. It's a long-ass life, but it's short at the same time. Like, you're 20, what, 25 now? 25. I want to comment off of what you just said. Okay, yeah, go ahead. You said, like, you know, it's a long life, but it's short at the same time. I was actually just talking to a sister about this a few weeks ago. I say, you know, people say that life is short. Life is short for who? You know, who, who is it short for? And also, what is, it, what is being done to make life short? You know, like, you know, if we think about it, everybody can be able to understand what the concept of what that phrase means. Yeah. Right. But it's like, life is short. It's like, you know, what does it have to be? And also, of course, because we already have the understanding of what the phrase means. But it's like, uh, life, life can be able to be as long or whatever length that you want it to be. So we have to be able to be careful and be mindful of what we think and what we say. Because life can be short if you think of it. That right. Because words are spells and yeah. whatnot. Exactly. You know, uh... Well, to answer your question and um, what I would think about what I when I say when I think about it and stuff is I know at all times mentally, emotionally, we're not always 100 percent. We're not we might we're probably not living in our present, which is very important to live in your present. You know, a lot of times we live in the future. A lot of times we live in that. Like, for example, you could be out around uh, perfectly sociable people, but you're like, I'm living at home right now, so mentally you clocked out. I'm not, you know, I'm about to, not about to socialize with nobody, you know what I mean? So you're automatically looking to where you're clocked out until you get to that certain point in your life. So you didn't necessarily engage, you didn't live in that sort of sphere, even though you were existing, which is gonna be, remember that question I told you about? You were existing in that point, but you weren't living. So the fact is, life may be long to certain people, ages, but I can think about the age when I was seven, like it was almost two weeks ago because right. I, I just like and that's this time is really time you know really fucking relevant like that you know what I mean it like if I think right now I think about the time when I was seven when I was thinking about when I was 25 I think about when I was 25 and I think about when I was 27 well when I, when I was 26 which I am now currently you know what I mean like it's one connected time because I'm connecting the period dots but I can't you know what I mean I, I can't see how many times I've completely lived 
throughout all that time. That's why life is short because you don't get to do everything you want. You don't get to. You can try. You can. That's what life is trying to do. Do to try to do everything you want, but you don't get to. It's not the reality we live in completely. You know that's so. That's why I say. Well, after a certain age, sure. You know what I mean. Like for example, if you're a minor, you know before you 18, you can't do shit. Okay, probably and then, but like we just said, if you a minor in Georgia, you can do shit to 24, probably, you know, uh, to certain things. So, up to that control point, say if you, you're, you're 23, 24, and you're not allowed to do certain things just because of a, a certain mindset is put up on you from a parent or something. Like, your parent don't like uh, concerts. So, now anything uh, you invite me to, I can't go. You know, that is out, it's out of our control. But the fact is, we can't do everything that we would absolutely want to. We can eventually go do it when the time is right or when we create the possible uh, uh, qualifications to do it. But I can't be, like, for example, I want to be a millionaire right now. I want to go ahead and say I want to buy this whole block right now. But it won't happen right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, one of the things, too, you just want to be able to look at what it is that you're literally saying. Right. And, um, you know, think about what it is that you're saying. That's why I say, you know, choose, choose your words carefully. Right. You know, if you want to, that's why I said we understand what the phrase of what we were talking about earlier means. But, you know, if you want to be able to use something to describe how you feel or what you're thinking, then it's good for us to, like, look at the thoughts that we're choosing to be able to generate and think. And then look at the words that we're choosing to be able to say. And definitely look at the actions that you're going to be able to choose from that. Um, and, you know, because... You may be like, yes, of course, there's certain times where you got to build up to things in life, you know. But overall in life, you know, you can be able to do everything that you want to do. Right. I asked my dad. My dad is 81, you know, by the way. Okay. You know, I asked him some years ago. I said, Dad, what is it that you haven't done in life that you want to do? He said, the only thing I haven't done is made a movie. What? Made a movie? Made a movie. He said, yeah, the only thing I haven't done is made a movie. Now... I don't know if he'll ever do that. You know, it'll, it'll be on him. But he 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 has the capability of doing. It. Not saying like, right? You no, know, he's he's not like a rich guy, not like that. But like, if he wanted to be able to really push through and accomplish that, he could be able to do it. And in addition to that, you know, if he doesn't accomplish it, then I'll do I'll do it for him. If he does, if he's no longer here physically, right? Right. You know, that way, you know, not. Necessary just for me, but it'd be also for him, for the family, and stuff like that. But still, life is, but without saying it again, you know, to trigger those spells or whatnot. But to think of the, uh, the the actualization of life being very minuscule is very true. You know, um, think about all the happy moments you had in your life. It kind of lasted briefly. You know, um, I think it's all. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but. I think, it's all of the, I think it's all a perception of the mind. You're right. And also, you know, cause some, some people ask me, they say, you know, wow, bro, they're like, didn't the time go by fast or isn't the time going by slow? And I, my, my response is usually, it's, my response is not usually, it's always, it's, no, it went by regular. You know? it's, just a, it's just your perception of that, it's thinking of it right now based off of whatever we, we're doing or whatever it is that we're, we're not doing. You know, it's, it's, all a, it's all a perception of the mind. You know, and another thing too is like, just about anything that happened in your life. I remember I just did this with a, a brother who's been like a father figure to me a few days ago. Because um, I was trying to be able to look at, you know, traumatic things that could have triggered certain things within myself. Right. And I, I, I literally went through my whole life. 
the, the most that the worst stuff up until a certain age that happened. I was like, yeah, it's like Wilbur. And you really, because a lot of people would ask me, like, how do you have such a great memory? It's, sometimes I don't really even think about it in that way that they're thinking about it, in the way that they're perceiving it. You know, I was like, yeah, I do have a great memory. But, you know, I just, you know, focus on, you know, remembering. Sometimes it's a natural ability to be able to do that. You know, but if you want to, there's a lot of things in life that you can be able to remember if you just, you know, take some time and think or just, you know. Like a happy moment? Like a happy space? Whatever whatever space it was in. Whatever space you were in. That's very important. Yeah, you're right, though. I'm not going to lie. I don't even have very happy where Like, if I can think about it, there aren't very many that come to mind. Like, I would, like, if, oh, Lord, if this was a fucking quest and I had to retreat to the damn happy part of my mind a long time ago that I'm thinking of, like, truly happiness and shit, I can't even tell y'all what it would be because I don't know, honestly. And, I, and it's not because I got plenty of fucking ones or nothing. I don't, I don't remember. To be honest, it's not. Like, I'm happy all the time. So, but I wanted to say something to that. Wait. Okay, so wait a minute. Actually. So you said... Damn, it was something... I, I picked up my happy moment, but it was I wanted to say something before that. Before that moment. Uh... Okay, free, free, fine, fine. We're just gonna forget right now because I, I just yeah, forgot what it was. Um, other than that, uh, oh lord, it messed up on my phone. Okay, so do you have any poetry or spoken words or anything that you would like to recite for them so they could like? Because I also want you to shout yourself out on your social medias and stuff or something that you might want to listen to if you got it online. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have that. Um, I have uh, live recordings of myself on YouTube. It's a couple. You go to, uh, it's really under the uh, the Moors, the Moors Science Temple of America. You can go to um, type of YouTube, Temple Number 19, Atlanta, Georgia. And um, you type in um, Poetry Nights, and then you'll see uh, a picture of me pop up. I'll be the brother with long hair, and I'll be wearing a blue shirt. Mm-hmm. That's what it'll, it'll be titled as Poetry Nights. I don't think it has my name in there. And then you can go to YouTube as well and type in uh, Spoken Word uh, B-R-O for bro, meaning brother, and then Quillen, Q-U-I-L-L-E-N, Spoken Word Brother Quillen, and it'll be uh, a performance of me and Papa. It'll be about 20 minutes. Um, you know, I'll be performing. Like you'll see me wearing a hoodie. You know, it'll be like a, a great event. And then... Um, um, the other uh, video that I said, the poetry night video. Now we want a blue blue shirt, blue blue dress up shirt. Um, so yeah, you can be able to check me out on there on YouTube. Also my Instagram. You know, you want to hit me up or whatever. You want to just uh, you know stay stay following me. Is uh, Quillen L Shabazz. Q U I L L E N E L S H A B A Z Z. Quillen L. Shabazz on Instagram. You know, and then there'll be um, more things coming as well. But, you know, those are some things that you can be able to do at this time. Not cute man anymore. Cute man. Cute man. Say you're not cute man anymore. Yeah. All right. <laughs> In the email. Yeah. All right. So, we, now we got some upcoming... I'm still, still cute man. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> I didn't, talk, didn't, didn't use that. Okay. 
Probably got a password. So we got some questions coming up. These will be some difficult. Not necessarily difficult. They just mind um, jousting questions. You know that that anybody. It's just subjective, aunties. We all got our own questions to it. You know. Um, so we're actually gonna ask those now. Let me see where we're at right now, though. Aha, uh, okay. Perfect time. Okay. Now, let's see what you say to these questions and stuff. And um, as you answer those, there's like a couple. I'm going to say mine, you know, my reason. Then we're going to go to the next one. How's it go like that? All right. In your opinion, what is important enough to go to war over? That's quite a bit of things that could be... Speaking if y'all hear that, but there's quite a bit of things that could be able to be important enough to go to war over. One first thing that comes to mind is family, you know, mm-hmm. your family, whether it's one that you create in this world or one that you came into the world with, is your family. Uh, second is your friends, you know, your your real friends or a person that not even just real friends, you know, it could be that could be family as well. That could be family, but, you know, we talking about, like, people that you would actually meet and you would build a friendship with. You know, of course, that could be your family. Not family, family, but I'm just saying friendship. There could be the friends could go into brotherhood or sisters. I'm to say, you know, you've seen Fast and Furious. Yeah, father. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, a father figure. uh, You know, some of us get a a second mother figure or maybe a first mother figure. Yeah, I think I got a couple for now. Not everybody gets that, that privilege, but some of us do. Um... Definitely your friends. It can even be certain acquaintances. It'd be like, you know, you just be some cool people. Acquaintances. You know, maybe not necessarily to a certain friend status yet. Right. Or maybe they won't be at that friend status, but acquaintances. Um, in addition to that, it could be certain um certain strangers, man. Or certain people that's new. Like, you know, you see like a a, a black woman, you know, I'm gonna say because you know, we black, we black men. You know, um be like somebody trying to do harm to her, you know. Of course. Something yeah. like that, you'd be like, hey man, you know, well, that's not how we move when you're gonna make sure that the sister's good and be able to get to where she's going. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even, you know, we gotta be careful with this because of what's going on with uh, white supremacy and the uh, race war and stuff like that. But certain other women, you know, if you can just make sure that they're good to a certain degree, it's not, it's not gonna be the same level of war for the sister. Right, because it's just a man thing. Yeah, yeah, say, you know, you, you know? see like that thing. You know, you wanna be able to make sure she's good good and you can keep moving but a sister yeah that's definitely worth going to war even if you don't know it um in a different and another thing too is your people man like you know i, 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 I speak for our people you know um, black people especially black people married that's worth mm-hmm. going to war uh, right you know your freedom you know especially we, we've been doing that since what you know since before we even were since before our descendants were even brought to the country too long so. that's worth going to war for you know um Elevation of life That's worth going to war for You know um, Your your manhood You know your, Or your womanhood That's worth going to That's mm, worth you're going right. to war for You um, know um, And um, You know To a certain degree If somebody messes with You know Your finances Your income your, You know Your money Because you yeah. know That's how <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought you weren't going to say that one. I was going to have to Put it on there I'm oh, like yeah. With your money, because, you like real talk, you know, money is not the most important thing. But I remember Les Brown said it's right up there with oxygen, you know. And in addition to that, you know, let's be real, like you know, we do works that help to be able to 
um, earn money so that we can be able to use that money, you know, for the trade in which we are currently in, in this time of the world, so that we can be able to do things and, you know, uh, move forward in life. Mm -hmm. And if somebody's trying to be able to mess with that, especially if it's unjust, then, you know, that's worth going to war for, especially if it's something that you work for, you know, you trying to be able to use to survive. Um, in addition to that, man, you know, uh, our ancestors, on real talk, man, our ancestors, well, that's worth going to war for. Right. Somebody, you know, disrespecting our ancestors or trying to make them seem this way or just what they fought for so that we could be able to have a better life or at least what they tried to do. You know, our ancestors. Uh, in addition to that, man, you know, um, you got all the like, see, look, wait, Evo, wait, look, listen, y'all. I thought Quinlan was gonna have like three, four, like, you know, Quinlan, look, Quinlan is the, the battle commander here. He said, we got 30 things we going to war over. Like, that's it. Look, and a lot of them are so, like, good that I thought I was gonna have to come and supplement them. Like, he taking care of all of them. Like, you know everything but going to war with us. But look, look, look. I, yeah, man, I'm ready, like, oh. Straight up, like, we can get to the devil because why are you going to war? <laughs> hey, you know all the terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, when I ever get my own country and everything, I'ma have a list of, of stuff that people can't do. You know, I'ma have you right there and couldn't be like, nah, that, we want to over that because y'all just took <laughs> hey, four hey, bushels hey, of hey, corn. This, this on the list, bro. Oh yeah, that's on the list. Bro. Check. <laughs> <laughs> so you gonna sit there with hey. So hey, what do you? Uh... Okay, actually, nah. Would you break the law to serve? I mean, to save a loved one? Yes. Okay. That's great. Uh, would I love, any, I love that who's making the laws or who's enforcing them? That's that's true. Okay, yeah. uh, uh, just company wise. Well, exactly. not company wise. Um, what kind of kind of what? Just we know when we talk about law, we just mean like hell government law. Like obviously, would you mm -hmm. break? Yeah. So we understand. Yeah, I would too. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, laws really don't mean shit mostly. I think honestly, you know, if somebody's gonna be honest, most people, most people's answer is yes, no matter yeah. who you are. Yeah, we probably always break the law a in some people, type of way. A lot of anyway. people lie in that certain in that sense. It's like, oh, never! I would never. I would be. I'm an upstanding citizen. Yeah. Uh -huh. oh, right? Who, me? Karen. Somebody killed my daughter <laughs> in front of me, and I got a picture. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Some people do certain stuff that is like it's it's almost damn near unlawful for you not to do certain shit. You know, like right. to be able to stop someone from getting killed. Even by law officials, you can't actually, you can't, you can't stop them. Yeah, you know, you know it's this thing called universal law. You, exactly, you know, universal law. It's above any law, you know, because human law, damn near. You know, it's because that laws for everybody listening. You know why I'm not big on laws? Laws can change depending on who at the top. Okay, uh, for example, if you're talking about Rome, pedophilia was damn near, you know, um, legal long time ago you know what i'm saying so if you were a person that let your morality be judged or be swayed by what is legal or not then you wouldn't really have uh morality either because all it would take was you you know that's how rome fell shit all that other little nasty they had going on you know like that's not that's not of a morality you can't grow like that because it's so much negative with it you know and i don't want to get too deep into what they were doing but y'all already know evil i think i don't say it before you know what i'm saying Ill, ill, ill. And so, okay, we're going to keep it that way. <laughs> just, just without polluting the episode with just too many, you know, because we still got hella more. And, and also, just to add to, to, to close this one, unless you want to add more, but like in like a country like Saudi Arabia, you oh, can't yeah. just go up there and just do wrong stuff. Like, especially like how here in the United States, you get killed. Right. You, you know, yeah. for doing the wrong stuff. So, like, you have to move in accord with, you know, what is right and what is righteous up there. So that's why I also says like okay, because we in America here, this is a whole different operation. But like a place like that, you know, where they're really trying to be able to walk out 
you know, living life according to God. You know, you, you can't even go up there and just do certain stuff. They'll chop your hand off for certain things. I was about to say, y'all remember Aladdin? Yeah, like, what's... In, in what's... China, China, they chop your hand off, excuse me. You see, but I'm about to say, no, nah, same area, damn near same area Aladdin was made in. Because y'all yeah, remember, like, see, one time, you know, if you think about Aladdin, you probably be thinking about oh, yeah, Jasmine. Jasmine, Jasmine, right? Yeah, it's that yeah, same yeah. thing you just said. You'll think about Jasmine from the jump. You don't think about the fact that Aladdin was a thief that got his arm, oh got his damn hand cut the hell off in the beginning of the movie. Y'all forgot about that, didn't you? Like, <laughs> that's what that it was. All of that is in the in the realm. Sometimes we look at the beautifuls and say, "Hey, you look at that nigga and go, he can't just go to jail. He getting his fucking hand cut off or his foot cut off. He get cut or get caught." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's that's what I'm saying. So sometimes, like when you would look at the picture of what's everything going on, man, you gotta look at all points of the picture for real, for real, y'all. But let's go into this next one though. By the way, if y'all didn't see the uh, the newest Aladdin movie, y'all need to go and see the new. It was very good. I gotta see it actually. It, it was very good. Man. I like that more than like the that? Lion King. The, 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 Lion King was, the Lion King was real good though, but I like that Latin movie. Oh, nobody really liked the Lion King. They just wanted to see it because of Beyonce and you know uh, Travis Gambino voices and stuff. It was just a. It was the same thing. I kind of mm. thought they were gonna do something different. I was surprised how short it was. That was my thing. I'm like, wait a minute, that's it? They just want to animate some some real lions talking. But it, bro, I didn't get the fight that I was looking for. One so. thing I will say about the Lion King, though, <laughs> is like, I do like that it did help explain stuff. Like, you was wondering, like, how did this happen? How did Nala get away? You know, okay, how, yeah, how did yeah, the drought yeah. happen? Like, it actually explained those things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for our minds, we needed it. You know, but when we were younger, you don't necessarily need it right then and there. It's just like... Yeah, just, I'm entertained. I like this. And you hear 50% of the sentence and only correlate the stuff that you, you actually really know. You don't understand a lot of that, even in the cartoon, you know, anime. So. You don't know none of that. Like, yeah. basically, you go back later on and be like, wait a minute, what he just say? All you heard was, it's a circle of life. <laughs> and see, when, yeah, when you're a kid, the circle of life, you get a concept of what the circle of life is, but what is the circle? You see what I'm saying? Like, uh, well, not, not what is it, but you learn what the circle of life is later, right. even if they're trying to explain during the movie. You're a kid, you're like, yeah, and you know, that's why, you know, it's good, you know, certain things that we've seen when we were younger, go back through them, so now you can make to grasp more lessons from it. Like, the fact that Disney know? was hiding a lot of dope pictures in it, yeah. Right, right, right. Right, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. another thing. You got to go back and make sure, check the trap, because, like, your kids ain't watching Sneak, all the good stuff. Sneaking stuff in there, you know. Sneaking shit in there, and then, yeah. like, stuff that we can hear, and that we can fully be like, wait a minute. Because the thing about it is, too, <laughs> it's like, even if your kids don't, recognize it and also even if they don't react to it their their psyche is still aware of it and their subconscious is still aware of it to a certain mm-hmm. and they, they know what they're doing with them that's like well that's the same thing as far as music these days and they stuff, may not show know. no effects from it though the same still, thing for music we were all uh I, I think we were all uh affected by music uh being too too vulgar when we grew up and even if we didn't know what it was we knew what it was without knowing what it was you see what i'm saying like for example when we were growing up uh, to the window, to the wall, to the wall, to the sweat drop down my body. You feel that's what she get what? When we young, we just like, what the hell? It, it, we know it was bad. So, I was saying that in first grade, bro. <laughs> what we doing? See, you know what I'm saying? See, like, see, and that, and we knew what it was without knowing what it was. Well, but didn't know what it was, but still kind of right, had an right, idea. Right. <laughs> you know, so that that's, we're all victims to that shit. I didn't get that until, like, middle school. You know what, I didn't get till like two, two, maybe like a year or two years ago. 
And she caught me on the camera. It wasn't me. Mm, on the oh, sofa. Shaggy. It wasn't me. I didn't know what that song was talking about until I listened to it when I got well, older. You, you really wouldn't know that. I guess that's why, you know, parents back in the day felt okay to do that. But also, the music is different now than it was when we were listening to it back when we that was, when we were younger ages. Right. You got you to really be careful with it now. Oh, yeah. You know, especially, you know, with what they're trying to do with our music. Music now is they got murder music now. Well, even though music was around back then too, back in the nineties during Death Row, it was, it was different that. though. Like where you could still be able to listen to it, and you would be able to be all right. Now you really got to monitor what you're. I don't even see. I, I, I can't even say it was because see, I feel like it was still. Because look at MWA. Look at look at all the people that actually were jailed. Look at because here's one thing we sometimes. And I, I, I'll admit it. Going before us, though. That's before us. But that's what I'm saying. Before, but that, that's what I mean, bro. Like it's like you're looking at uh, the Queen um, Shaharzad Ali. Yeah. She been talking about the same problems even before we were born, and we still dealing with that shit now. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So that means even before we were born, they were still dealing with the same. They're going through this insane cycle of trying to fix shit that even they ain't fixed. Right. You know, and, and we're trying to act like it's new to us. Bad music and all the work music ain't new to us. We didn't create them one, songs. One of the things too was when Sister Shah Shahrazad Ali came out, excuse me, her name. Right. But um, I actually had the pleasure of um, messaging her sister. We messaged. Really? Before. Yeah, she signed. She, I, I got a couple of books. She signed them for me. Damn. Yeah, you know, but I never met her. I never spoke I to her, her on the phone. But we 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 um went back and forth with some messages. You know, not like a, a good back and forth. Um, you know, one of the things is like. Especially how conscious like the nineties were. You know, that that was that was a time to where a lot of people don't even you know, a lot a lot of people that's so into them now don't even are not even having the, the receptions of what it was like at that time. Things were actually getting corrected to a more degree, but things got in a, a little bit more extremely out of hand and we kinda see a bit more of what's going on now. She said, you know, Sister Shah Shahzad Ali said when I put out in the book, that's lightweight to compare to what's going on now. I remember she said, um, this was like a couple of weeks ago, she did an interview on Mediocre. Um, I, I saw part of that, yeah. Mediocre podcast with the brother, the light-skinned brother. Yeah. Um, but she said, uh, we live in a time, I don't know if it was that interview or was another one. But she said, we live in a time where a woman, or one of our women will actually get on a camera and turn their backs to the camera and shake their ass in the camera. I was like, you know something? <laughs> like yeah, we see, we know that's there. But yeah. It's like when you put it like that, I was like, damn, because you gotta think about when she was growing up. It's like that probably was like unthinkable. Uh, exactly. You no. Know? Because I just said it. Remember, 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 women used to didn't like you looking at it. You know what I'm saying? You you had to do a little. You know what I'm saying? A little quick. Y'all don't see me before, but it's the quick eye thing. Like you, you know, you get that little point. Uh, pick those second of a look real quick before you, you know what I'm saying? Then you look up real quick, like, like, like you got it, it's so quick that they don't know what you just did, but you know you just boom, okay, okay, okay. Then just, it was just so quick. Now it's kind of encouraged for you to look, or yeah, right. That like, is something. Isn't it? It's, it is. See that? See that? Oh my god! It's, it's, I, it's, I remember, bro. I was going to the. Uh, I had to go to the abuse uh, plus store to make my home. I was trying to get like some some, some cocoa butter, some shea butter. And I saw this girl, she looked, um, she was attractive, I'll just put it like that. She, she was attractive, she, she was banging. She was okay, banging. All right, all right, But all right. like the dress that she had on, it was like so tight and it was so short and she was so thick and it was back there. It, it was it was, it was was back there and she had to keep pulling it down. But it's just like, mm. yeah, I'm looking. But at the same time, it's like, you know, 
know, that, that need to be operated a little differently. Of course. Because another thing, too, yeah. is like, like me, I'm single. But, like, you know, I would like to be able to have a woman. But one of the reasons why I didn't walk up to her is because of how she presented herself. Of course. And well, she's advertising, too. Because, like, it's not that she wasn't fine. It's not that she wasn't beautiful. It's not that she didn't have the body that I like. But it's how you presenting yourself to the world because of a lot of, you know, ladies, unfortunately, in our communities, they don't understand. It's like, hey, you know, you have to understand this is a reflection of who you are or how you present yourself. And that's why I didn't walk up to the sister because I could have walked up to her, said what's up, and, you know, a good chance I could have been able to get something popping. Oh, right, but, right. you know, right. it's like, you know, you get to a certain point in life, it's like, hey, I'm not even on that. You know, I just look, you know, you know acknowledge it with my eyes, and then you keep it moving. I never been a club person either, so I can actually agree with that sentiment. Yeah, um, yeah, me too. I never been there either. I actually want you to see this too. I want to see what you gonna say about it because people got different. Um, I'm like, dang man, it's just if you had yourself together, it's like, it, you know, it could just be such a turnaround. I agree, it could be such a turnaround. You know, I'm like, damn, if this sister had herself together, this that and the third, you know, what can happen? But you know, you want to be able to direct yourself to the sisters that do have themselves together in those realms because those sisters still need to be able to work on themselves to whatever degree they need to work on themselves if, it, if, if they ever do put that work in mm-hmm. to be able to get to where they need to be in life so oh it's gone dang okay well it was there but it was, it's gone now alright so um real quick we're gonna go one quick uh commercial we have probably left around 10 minutes or so left and everything uh, then we're gonna conclude it for this one. We gotta come back for another uh, episode and stuff like that. Cause like you're a philosopher for real, like so that I mean your mind can keep going as far as the, the information that you possess and that you uh, that you will. Like I said, like a podcast is really be good for you to get all this shit out. Um, but yeah, we're gonna come back real quick, guys, cause we just filled up this whole hour. But we'll be right back. Evo Podcast XD. Praise be to Allah. Okay, we're back. So, over this time of break, we've got to, to talk about certain things. Um, we've got to pick each other's head about certain things. And we have some upcoming questions, which is going to get you to further delve into the mind of this powerful, powerful, powerful black guy here. But like, like, here's the thing. These questions are subjective, so there's no right or wrong to these questions. You know, I want you guys to answer them as well. But make sure you listen to his answers. Um... Well thought out, uh, or even just thrown up because hey, oh, these are, you know, it's just questions, you know. Anyway, let's get it started. Let's get this first one started though. So remember, I asked you in the beginning, what's the difference between living and is and existing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and if you can give me three solid points on that, what would that be? Like three points on what is what's the, what's the difference between like, and they were just gonna be your answers. Sure. Absolutely. So let's think about birth and then let's think about existence itself. So, okay. Uh, let's say, for example, um, like, what if I want to create something? You know, you can relate this to birth and a sexual act and, you know, and this, that, and the third about a physical, um, you know, being, being here. But if I want to create something, this does not exist yet. I haven't created it yet. Okay. But when I created it, it will exist. Okay. So then let's relate this to birth. So if I want to be able to have a child, I don't, I don't have any children at this time, but I will have, you know, some children. Right. You know, and 
perhaps more than some. So this child is not here yet. Technically, you know, it lives inside of me currently, but as form of existing as far as what we're talking about, it's not here yet. But the child will exist. So, like, you know, how we were children at one point, we were infants at one point, we existed into the world, but what were we doing? Well, how were we living? You know? So, you exist. You, 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 you here. You know, you're not something that hasn't been created. You are a form of the physical form. You, you here in the present. Right. So, that's existing. You know, and also, you can grow, you can get older and be existing. Living, when we look at that, is, you know, what it is that you're doing with life. How you're living with life. Uh, who are you as you're living? Who who are you as you're alive? Who are you as you are existing? Correct. You know, and, um, you know, how how is life for you? And also, are you, would you say that, you know, things are, are satisfactory as far as how you're living? Are you are you living in that way, or are you exist? Are you just a person that's out here just just being out here, just doing whatever, or are you patterning your life a certain way to which is fulfilling things as far as being a person that's living? All right. Yeah. Oh, that was a great. I ain't gonna lie. That was a good. You. You. Hell. You hit the fucking. And to before, uh, I'm just gonna add something to that before I hit the next question and stuff. It's sort of like, and this is a weird question, but um, I understand it like this. Don't do nothing to where your future kids are going to be, like, really mom, really dad. You know, they mm-hmm. might not exist yet. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're but I feel like potentially if you know you're going to make them, they exist. They're just not here yet. Not living yet. But they exist. You see what I'm saying? Especially if you feel like you're going to make them in a specific part of time and you know for sure ain't nothing in between. They're going to exist eventually. You see what I'm saying? So don't do nothing like that. So that, so, um... I feel like it's along that same lines and stuff where people, they kind of like do things like, you know, uh, OnlyFans, all that type of stuff right. with no, with, with like no thought to who's going to see it, especially a person that you don't want to see it or like, look, what if your reputation get branded into that and now right. through it, I'm a, you know what I mean? So existing and, and living and stuff, you're living right now, yeah, but shit, they're going to exist He's soon, you know what I'm saying? Oh, just a little add to that. I yeah. had this family member, not going to really... Not, I'm just, I just had this family member uh, who was a woman. And she told me, recommendation dated a drug dealer. I was like, why were you dating a drug dealer? And she said, you know what, they had money. You know, and I, I was helping me out and stuff like that. I'm like, but yeah, it's like, still. And I'm not saying that you can't be... Well, I'm careful how I word this. But like, I'm not saying that there hasn't been... You know, relationships to where somebody happened to be selling drugs for whatever they needed to do and then they got out of the life and then they was able to build a life with somebody they were in a relationship with and they you know they left that that's not what I'm talking about it's like you know it's just like why were you doing that you know I was like nah that ain't, that ain't cool man I'm we will definitely get into a conversation right there because just because I feel like well shit drug dealers I, I, I'm more open to them simply because you know what I'm saying from weed ass uh, but more than just because hell, my neighbors are really great people and they don't sell drugs before. You no, know what I'm I mean like, like I'm not talking about that. I'm saying like, what was your reason for doing it? That's what I'm saying. That's really more what I'm pointing at. Not the fact that, not the fact that the person um is doing that activity or that practice. I'm saying what was right. your? Why did you do it? That's what I'm saying. I'm not even talking about really them. 
Right, right, right. Just yeah. to, to, why would you date the mom? Yeah, yeah, what was, yeah, your, yeah, what was yeah. your reason for that? Like, what, why? What was yeah, your intention? To be honest, I could have told you that shit because they had money, man. Shoot, <laughs> that's just what it is. Like, hey, hey, bro, to, any, everybody know when you coming up in the hood or anywhere the quarter sort of similar, ain't nobody got money. So but, the person that come around with money is a flexor. But also, on some real talk, though, like, if we have, like, custody of a young child and we raise up, will we be, will we sign the okay off on her? having a certain man like that. Of course not. Because we wouldn't want the the affiliation or the the heat. It's really about the heat. It's about what could come as a result. You see what I'm saying? Like not necessarily about the person or something like that, but if your boyfriend is like this, what if somebody breaking the house looking for you? I mean looking for him, you know what I'm saying? And and my son there or my child there, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the reason. Not necessarily because of like what they chose to do with their life. Even some people would say yes they what they chose to do with their life, but Man, look, man, I don't believe... That's like selling weed. I don't believe it should be illegal to sell something that's, that help people out and that they also sell. Shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> shit. Well, that's, that's, that's looking at something different, though. We you know what I'm not really... So that's what I was saying. That. So I so shit, I, I, I would look at it in the case. Like, now, if it was like cocaine, then it was... Hell no. Yeah, we talk about stuff like that. We're not talking about like oh, okay, weed, then we, marijuana. Okay. Fuck no. Fuck no. You know what I'm talking We're not talking about like marijuana. No white, nigga. We're not talking about, like, we not, no. we talk about like the other stuff. Not, not weed and marijuana. I would judge him as a person then if it's for sure off white. Like, like. That's, what, that's what I'm referring to. I'm not talking about the herb. So, you know. But yeah. Like mushroom herb too, right? Uh, we talk about the, the marijuana. Right, right. The holy plant. Wait, we, so we are talking about that or not talking we about We are. That. We talk about... We, we're weed? not... Excuse me. We're not... Okay. I was not referring to marijuana or weed. Okay. All right. There we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because I could that could teach overall aspects. So you can do that Past, later present, on. Future, huh? You can do that later on. Yeah. Huh? Oh, shit. All right, I do shit. that now too. You know, certain a certain degree. Certain degree. Yeah. yeah. Some people don't believe certain people under forty can be life coaches. Oh yeah, that's um. Well, one of the things about that, that's understandable why they said it because most people, you know, I just happen to be able to be blessed to where I was able to get to a point to be formulated into who I have been and experience things and just uh, just be able to be built to where I can be able to qualify for certain things that a same older, per- older person can be able to qualify just by doing the work and following which you're supposed to be able to follow there's certain ones of us that can be able to do that but I would say most no and that's why a lot of people say that because it's rarity I'm not trying to shine a spotlight on myself but I do want to be able to tell the truth at the same time if you ain't gonna Blow your gas, ain't nobody else gonna do it. Right, so, right. shit, yeah. you can do it. Y'all heard it now. Um, he's offering, I don't know, prices are wise. He'll get you up on that if you hit him up and everything. But, yeah. shit, this is a, a, a life coach right here, all right? Yeah, so, just yeah. in case you wanna know, he'll let you know, all right? Yeah, I'm gonna drop the IG again at the end. Real um, shit. The most honorable Elijah Muhammad, uh, the messenger of God, said, you know, from what I heard someone said that he said, it's like men don't even reach, the men don't start maturing until the age of 40. And then, you know, you reach the end of that, that you reach your peak at 75. You know? Hmm. 70 and 75. I believe yeah. 75. That's crazy to imagine that we still children. Because think about it, like Malcolm and uh, Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Both of those brothers were assassinated at 39, at the age of 39. Hmm. The government knew that. They knew that. The Alphabet Boys, they knew that. 
you know. I say they do that because those were the people that orchestrated. No, go, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. Uh, <laughs> when I uh, keywords being mugged, you know what I'm saying? But so yeah, I mean, I heard him say something like that. I said allegedly, but, but when know, I said, we, but we you said know. allegedly. I want to touch on that, you know, because he said that. Um, but like uh, Coretta Scott King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s wife, sued, you know, the government for assassinating her husband. She won that. She won in court. Right. You know, people. A lot, everybody doesn't always mention that or bring that back up, but she won that lawsuit for the assassination of her husband from the, from the federal government. So it was like allegedly, but you know, we see what's going on. And then also, you know, we have people coming out and have came out about the Malcolm X that were con- about the Mac- Malcolm X assassination. That were uh, connected to the government. So we said allegedly, but it's like, well, how alleged is it? Yeah, I don't accept. It's, it, it, yeah, because to be honest, anybody could say something different. I heard an old rapper come out and say it was the the people who he was uh, with. Malcolm. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm talking about the the group wise and stuff. You know, what I'm that's saying? true. They had agents in there. Yeah. Agents from where? Agents. And that's crazy because when other people said it, everybody was like, nah, that yeah, ain't who true. Who do you think that the agents are? Oh, right, right, yeah, exactly. right. They yeah, installed that's, so that's agents. The that's what I the sleeper know. agents and yeah. stuff. But see, that's the case. That's, but see, Cointel Pro. That's what it's called. See, but hey, hey, y'all, we learned something new right there. You know what I mean? Like, look up a history. But see, that's why, that's why it's crazy. I always try to see somebody look like you, knock you the fuck out, and they're so willing to do it too. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, you just have to be careful. You know, you have to really be paying attention. Mm-hmm. Call your brother. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just in my song, the man. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway, look, look, check this out. Wait, we gonna get in this one because I'm telling you, we always go on a jiggy topics. But listen, for the next question. What do you think of modern relationships? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, you, you want to be more, more specific on that? Because... Mm-mm. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, so... Whew, um, that, was, that was probably the biggest one. Um, so, modern relationships, you know, I got to keep it real. I got to tell the truth. Uh, it's all over the place. Keep it real with you because y- y'all have to look, y'all have to think about the, the question that he asked. He said modern relationships, so that's not including all different types of relationships that are present and also that have come before. So let's look at what we what he's under. Look, think about what he's saying by modern, and that's what I'm that's what I'm answering. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all over the place, brother, and uh, you know, um, I'm a related to ourselves. No, because we, you know, we're black people. Because we operate, we have to operate differently because we have a different culture. You know, things are, things are different for us, and we we are different type of people. So very very special type of people. The special, the most special. Right. But um, there's been a lot that has been done by design in order to get our relationships off of the track that they were once on, mm-hmm. the track that was working, that was more productive, that was most productive, and that that was progressive. That is not the case now. Right. And also, when people do get in relationships, and also it seems as though they're, they're they're on track, or things are you know how they should be. A lot of a lot of things are not present, or a lot of things are not how they should be between a man and a woman, and also how they carry themselves. Right, it's a lot that's off, and also you know we see that too in the, in the children that are produced, because the children you know they they go in different directions, or they all they all over the place, and even sometimes when you got two parents in the home. Or if two parents wasn't together, but they still was involved in the child's life consistently, 
it still it still can be able to be a all over the place direct living you know scenario for life um in addition to that a lot of things are lost a lot of things are not misunderstood i'm just excuse me a lot of things are misunderstood um a lot is unknown unsurety and also you know you have people that are also as well trying to be able to do the best that they know how to do and you know you've just been involved with certain people or the world's been a certain way to what you have experienced to where it's just beating you down a certain way you just trying to be able to see how you're supposed to live in the modern relationship yeah it can be hard out here man yeah and you can find how you're supposed to uh you know move and how you're supposed to handle yourself and, and what you're supposed to choose you can find that but you know it takes work to find that if that wasn't introduced to you in your household all that is growing. All that is learning and yeah. unlearning. Just, you're right. It's a lot. That's a big question. I'm, I gave you yeah. a big question to to uh, just just to sort of get your take on just the general scope. Like if it's like a mission wise, if you want in from this time period, and I say, All right, yo, your mission is here. You out oh, here dating some wow. females, and you know, and you basically gave me, you know. You know, like, but in simpler words or less, in one sentence, if you came back from your mission, what would you say? If I came from a different time period, and I had a time period, yeah, and try to deal with the women now. Mm-hmm. And you just came back. What was your? What was the first line you would say? Got our work cut out for us. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the best way said too. Uh, that's like the light is the best way said. Like, yeah, it is the okay. best way said. It's like hard work and that, but let's get to the next one. Wait, but I'm gonna ask you. I feel like modern relationships are damn near like a game, um, being played by both people, and um, also by a third party that we don't even know of because they're deciding the fucking pace of the game and what it's about, and we're all just trying to make sense of the scenarios that we're in, and we don't even know we have a game master. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I kind of feel like it's just all over the place, just like yeah. like you said, like a damn circus, you know. So, uh, Another thing too There's so many influences Both past Present And what could be the future It's like there, It's little stuff being created For it to be more All over the place Right You're right You're right In you're a right, literal yeah. sense You know So Agenda So yeah. and That's all that is up there though Well let's get into the next one Real quick though <laughs> Before I hit you with that last rich one Alright oh, Well actually no I still got three Okay three. three questions left Cause like I said Boy you You philosophy <laughs> Now, actually, I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna add two of them, and there's two questions. Okay, that's cool, bro. All right. So, what motivates you? And if you would like to be rich, what's your plan? Okay. What What motivates me, man, is I like for stuff to be able to get done. I like for stuff to be able to get done well. That's that's really an honest sense. That's what motivates me. I like to be able to produce. I like to be a producer. You know, that's. That's, that's that's our that's one of our things as men to be to produce to produce and be a producer and also I like to produce well. Those are things that motivate me. I like to be able to make sure stuff is done well, or I like to be able to strive to to do the best, to do the best that can be done. I'm not even always looking at competition, you know, because it's like hey, you know, I'm gonna do the best regardless. Right. I'm gonna do the best that you know at least if not the best that's able to be done, or or I will do the best that's able to be done. I'm going to do the best that I can be able to do. 
So do, doing doing the best that you can be able to do, and that's just with anything in life that I look at. You know, especially when it's, you know, I'm trying to be able to direct myself into, you know, live a life that I want to be able to live. And, um, you know, just uh, being being great, man. Greatness. That's, that's what really does it. Greatness. Greatness. Yeah, you know, greatness. You know, some people may not want to be able to do things or not think about doing things. Maybe how I would think about it or do it. But I do it because it's like my greatness, man. Sometimes I choose the harder road. Even though I could, I have the option of choosing the easier road, but I know it's more reward from doing the harder road sometimes. And you know, it's times that also where I can take the easier road too now because I've taken the hard road when I needed to. So it's not, so that's not a, an issue with right. taking the easy road sometimes. Sometimes it's fine taking the easy road, but are there certain time points where you needed to take the hard road and you didn't? And so now it makes it harder for you. And sometimes, you know, it's a, uh, it could be able to be looked at vice versa because sometimes by taking a harder road, we actually are taking the easier road. And sometimes by taking the easier road, we're really taking a hard road. Mm-hmm. Especially, not only currently, but in the long run. You know, because it's following how you're supposed to move and what you're supposed to do. All right, ask the second piece of the question again. What's your reach plan? If you want to be rich, what's, what's your plan? Absolutely. Um, so I'll be, be specific with that, you know. Um, I have businesses that I'm going I have businesses that I've procreated in my mind that I'm going to do and I'm going to involve myself with in addition to that uh, going into those businesses some of them being real estate the financial markets um, different buildings uh, different things you know that would be needs and resources for the communities these are these are businesses that I'm referring to um, I, I'm I think I mentioned real estate. Yeah. Um, and um, in addition to that, you know, being a professional artist um, <clears throat> or being an author, you know, myself and uh, coming up with new designs, um, coming up with uh, perhaps inventions and stuff like that. You know, these are things that I'm looking to be able to do. And also, I'm always got to jump on working on in order to be able to achieve those goals. You know, this is this is totally off the topic, but I forgot something so important, you guys. I forgot to add my boy Quillen to Gen Twenty Three. Forgot to add you to Gen Twenty Three, bro. What's that? I don't like that you say what's that. <laughs> More than I forgot, y'all. This is my my comic. I basically gave a lot of people characters and stuff, you know what I mean? Oh. You know what I'm saying? And you, you don't have one yet. And I'm thinking like, whoa, wait a minute. And then my mind's like, where can I insert? <laughs> like, like, where are you going to come in? We're going to talk about that later, you okay? But, see, okay. I hope y'all, first of all, there was going to be one more question, but that one's so deep that it'll take 30 minutes to an hour to 22 probably to explain. That one's so deep that it like, that. that's a whole episode by itself, and we ain't going to do that one today. But... <laughs> First of all, all right, before I get on, uh, I let him I'm get curious. on here. What was it? What's to come? Okay, all right. So, you see how that one can be everything? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, basically, go ahead and uh, give them your social medias again, where they can support you at, where they can reach you at, donate to you, whatever they or even reach you with, like, future functions, where you be at, you know what I'm saying? Let them folks know about you, man. Sure, sure. So, you can be able to reach me on Instagram at Quillen L. Shabazz. That's Q U I L L E N 
E-L-S-H-A-B-A-Z-Z. Quillen L. Shabazz on Instagram. Quillen Crenshaw on Facebook. Q-U-I-L-L-E-N-C-R-E-N-S-H-A-W. You know, you can be able to message me and talk with me on there. Just um, sometimes every now and then. I'm getting more. Now that I'm finishing my master's degree, I should be posting more things on the now. You know, I had to be able to really devote time on to that. But, um, you know, I shouted out the YouTube links earlier. Um, for YouTube, you can go to Spoken Word, B-R-O, Quillen. Spoken Word, B-R-O, Q-U-I-L-L-E-N. 20-minute video of me doing my thing with the uh, spoken word, philosophy, poetry, and rap. It's all in one. Then there's another video called Poetry Nights by um, Moore's Science Temple, 19, Atlanta, Georgia. And you can find um, me there. It's an eight-minute clip. I'm wearing a, uh, a blue dress-up shirt and got my hair out. So you can be able to find me on there as well. And there'll be more works to come, especially now that the, uh, the school is uh, completed. So uh, thank y'all for having me, man. Man, Evo Podcast, y'all already know how we, we get there. Everybody that get on here is mostly in some way a genius. And I'm going to say it like that way. In some way, in some form, a genius. Why? Because you know something and you're willing to uh, just to go into it deeper. Because like thinking is like cooking. You know, you got to add the right ingredients sometimes. And a lot of people don't add the ingredient from all over there because they don't understand this is actually connected. Right, right. You know, it's like cooking. You know, uh, using this inst- this little uh, tool that you wouldn't even know was really supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? you just like, I don't use that. So, same thing goes for thoughts. Quillen is one of those geniuses, y'all. All right. <laughs> so, we will get up out of here, though, man. Y'all already heard it first, man. This is AC Slater. You listen to Evo Podcast HD. Make sure you hit that donate. Um, I have more episodes coming out. This episode is probably air uh, Friday. This episode will air Friday. I have a special episode coming out Saturday because I missed the episode this morning. So, y'all already know I'm going to drop it. Uh, I got more Gen 23 news coming out soon. Go follow Gen 23 Comic on Instagram. Right now, too, I've been releasing small steals of the characters that I got. I only got like four characters up. On Instagram, but I have currently in my databanks like 25. So I'm going to slowly release them as it goes, though, you know. But other than that, man, we up out of here, man. It's going to the same song again. Uh, this is AC Slayer. That is Quillin. L. Hakeem Aziz Shabazz Muhammad. And this is Evo Podcast HD. Tune in next time. We out. Peace. You just listen to Evo Podcast. XD. Make sure you support us. Subscribe, like, comment, and if you're feeling up to it, check the details below and find that donate and buy me a coffee. Thank you, Evo family.